week's letter to Hong Kong, which comes from LegCo president and legislator Andrew Long, representing the Industrial Functional Constituency, Business and Professionals Alliance for Hong Kong. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Grace and George, with the swearing-in of the new government on 1st of July, our new chief executive, Mrs. Carrie Lam, has pledged to improve the executive-legislative relationship. As president of the Legislative Council, I warmly welcome the chief executive's prompt and determined move. A cordial and interactive relationship is the key to effective governance as well as Hong Kong's prosperity and stability. Let me share with you my thoughts on this important subject. Under the basic law, the executive authorities and the legislature have their own respective power and functions. Among others, the government of Hong Kong's special administrative region is responsible for formulating and implementing policies while the Legislative Council is vested with the power to monitor the work of the government, scrutinize bills and approve public expenditure. The government is accountable to the Legislative Council. For the betterment of Hong Kong, the Legislature and the Executive authorities must try to cross their differences and strengthen the relationship by opening constructive dialogues. As we have witnessed in the past few years, a criminal relationship not only hindered our economic growth, but also weakened our competitiveness. Needless to say, these are very high prices for us and our next generation to pay. To the dismay of the Hong Kong citizens, some members have persistently resorted to all sorts of tactics to stall the conduct of council business, only to express their dissatisfaction with the government. Some important policy initiatives have been abruptly put on hold, and some financial proposals could not be implemented as originally scheduled. The legislature has been criticized of becoming a stage for theatrical acts. Understandably, the public is upset, as in their eyes, some non-controversial, urgent livelihood measures have been held as hostages to politics. The approval of the 3.6 billion quality education fund and 5.5 billion public works projects in respect of three public hospitals just in time before the close of the Finance Committee meeting held last week is exactly a case in point. Lack of communications is the major cause of misunderstanding and conflicts. In my views, mutual respect, trust and positive communications are the cornerstones to cement and rebuild the relationship between the executive authorities and the legislature. As the saying goes, it takes two to tangle. I understand Rome was not built in a day. However, we must make a start, even with baby steps, to open up this two-way road. We can certainly start with non-controversial issues. 
To this end, I take the view that the government officials should reach out its olive branches and proactively work with the Legislative Council. They should enhance communication with members through frequent, regular dialogues and interactions. Secretaries of bureaus should solicit members' views during the early stage of policy formulations on important issues of public interest or incidents of wide public concern. Government officials should brief the Legislative Council as soon as possible so as to enable a fair time for discussion and for the general public to better understand the work of the government. I am very much encouraged by the Chief Executive's pledge to build a better working relationship with the legislature. The proposed measures include setting up a mechanism for regular communications with members with different political affiliations, advancing the delivery of the policy address to the beginning of a legislative session in October, increasing the frequencies of attending the legislative councils to take questions from members and advising the secretaries of bureaus to lobby and liaise with members personally. This is a crucial step forward. I appeal to all members of the legislature to cherish such an opportunity and positively respond to the chief executive's proposals. I appreciate that the Legislative Council is a political arena, but this should not be a reason for politicizing every issue under deliberation. I urge my colleagues, while upholding their political beliefs, alter their confrontational approach, demonstrate tolerance for differences, and discharge the true function of monitoring the work of the government rationally. With the recent court's judgment of disqualifying another four pan-democratic members from assuming office, the Legislative Council is now facing new challenges. While I consider the oath-taking saga to be unfortunate, I fully respect the court's judgment. Like Hong Kong citizen, I have every confidence in our judicial system and believe that the oath-taking controversies would be resolved eventually. I sincerely hope that the disqualification cases would not become an obstacle to our goals in improving the executive-legislative relationship. Let me state in no uncertain terms that both the executive authorities and the legislature are accountable to the public. I long to see them working side by side and heading for the same direction, for the common good of Hong Kong. This should be a mission shared by public office holders, irrespective of political beliefs. The Legislative Council has just begun its summer recess. This short break gives us the perfect opportunity to pull out our socks and reflect on what we have achieved and what needs to be done when we resume in October. Hong Kong cannot afford to come to a standstill and further lose our competitiveness. 
It is about time for us to master in the art of communications. Yours sincerely, Andrew.